Hi, welcome to the Av Church Podcast, where we talk about faith and real-life issues. We hope this challenges you to think a little bit deeper and encourages you on your journey through life. We're happy you joined us today. Now let's get talking. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Still Loading Podcast. Today, we have Jake Tracy. Yo. We have Raina Tracy. Hello. <laughs> she just waved for those I who are listening. I forget some people uh, they li- The majority listen. listen. Yeah. My bad. She just like Hi. waved or something. <laughs> uh, and we have Jared Reyes. What's up? He's tired. <laughs> He's tired. Oh, yeah, boy. There we go. There he is. That's a normal Jared. You- there we go. Drop <laughs> it, my dog. Drop it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this past week, we kind of been talking about how we can't go back. And we kind of did something similar to this, like with the, what we learned during quarantine. But I think this one is more of on the other side of things. It's uh things that we want to hold on to and it's like oh man i can't believe that i used to think this way or i used to do that or uh i was living this way or i had this mindset it's like i don't want to go back there mm-hmm. and more specifically within my own life um this whole idea came from me not having jesus christ as my number one foundation in, in my life and i was relying on what uh, a lot of what i could do specifically with av church And in my relationships, I was relying more on what Dylan could do versus what God was doing. And so in reality, I was really just furthering the ministry of who Dylan was. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have this mindset, right, That where I was like, it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. But I was just a hair off. That's the best way that I could like think about it. And when I think back on it, it was just like a hair off. And um, when you're starting something, getting off the ground, if you're just a hair off, I mean, two years down the road, a year down the road, five years down the road, it's like you're going to be way, way out, like where you shouldn't even be heading, right? So Mm -hmm. um, that was something that I've honestly really been struggling with because I've been trying to find a good reason why uh, all of this has happened just this year. I really have been having a hard time trying to find out, like, God, what is the real reason within my life? It's like everybody has their stories and everybody, but for a long time I couldn't think of anything in my life that I could really see the fruits of and just think like, God, what was the reason? And that was truly the reason. It's like I was just a hair off, you know, mm-hmm. because my relationship with God wasn't, it wasn't non-existent, but it wasn't as um, personal as it should have been, you know, and as the leader of something of Av Church and just uh, in getting married and everything, in everything in my life, it's like I want to make sure that Jesus is at the forefront of things, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's a foundational thing. Yeah. It's like what you're saying is like, there's certain things that aren't bad. It's not a, you know, I think we'll get into that a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's always has to boil back down to foundations. And it's like, okay, well, why am I? And, and the question I think is like, to always ask yourself through whatever it is that you're doing is like, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Yeah. And sometimes you'll get like a, and if you are honest with yourself, you'll get into some great yeah, this is really why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I feel great. And then you'll get to, oof, I probably shouldn't do that, you know? <laughs> right. It's like, thought it was a good idea. It doesn't seem like it now, but yeah, foundations, uh-huh. man. Yeah, what does that look like in your guys' life? Or what are your guys' thoughts towards, I guess, that whole idea? It's like, man, I don't want to go back to there. I don't want to be in that mindset anymore. Well, I think that, first of all, it's good that we even like are, ta- are are taking this whole 2020 year stuff that's been happening and mm-hmm. thinking okay what can i change mm-hmm. what can i 
not go back on. So, I'm, I mean, that's just for you for sharing all that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good that you were even trying to, like, dissect why is this happening and what can I change? And mm-hmm. for everyone, it's something different. But what is it for myself that mm-hmm. I need yeah. to change, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it's just a lot of deep, hard looks that we've had to take uh, within, within our own lives. And that's something I just don't want to go back to. I don't want to go back to relying on myself for everything. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It's all of those things. Um, I think, I think, I know we talked already about like what I learned during quarantine, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a subject still right now. And really you could, it's, it's supposed to change us in mm-hmm. some way, somehow. So I think for me, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about how, you know, before quarantine, when I was just like working all the time, super busy everything was just like, go, go, go. And I would pray and ask God, like, I, I want more from you, or Mm -hmm. I want more for myself, like use me in like a bigger way. Mm -hmm. How, how can you use me, um, in a different way? I don't know. This is like a prayer I, I had like this whole past year. And it wasn't until I had gotten laid off from my job and then, well, quarantine happened you know, we closed, it was like, okay, so he really sat me down, mm-hmm. isolated, took everything away and was yeah. like, you need to dissect yourself right now uh-huh. because you're asking me to do more for you or to use you in like mm-hmm. a mightier way. But mm-hmm. where am I even your number one priority? Cause mm-hmm. you want to be used, but mm-hmm. where, where's our relationship? Like mm-hmm. it used to be great, but now I'm not your number one priority. You're go, go, go. You have a busy life. You're more interested in other relationships and yourself. Mm-hmm. So he really took that time to make me look in the mirror and be like, Ooh, you're like, right. All I of a sudden, all of a sudden you're bored and now you want me to do something with you. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Seriously. <laughs> uh, it's nice ridiculous. to meet you, Raina. <laughs> <laughs> and just to think about like kind of going back to like I'm thankful that he um cared about me enough to make me realize that right mm-hmm. but then thinking about the next stage of my life where they called me to come back to work in October mm-hmm. and awesome. I'm having a baby end of July ish <laughs> so it's like okay so now I'm going to go back to work and have a newborn and like have to like cook dinner so it's like taking all the stuff that I've learned during this whole time that God's been teaching again. and revealing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, there, uh, this is where you prove yourself. Like now you're going back in the game and you don't want to go back mm. to how you were before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of scary, but <laughs> yeah. that's what it, it, it was revealed for, for me. Right. What is that? Uh, Look like I'm sorry, Jared. You have something to say? No, no, no. With having a kid, dude, like specifically, because I I have this I had this thought and I put it in the notes too. But do you even feel like your shift, your focus is already being shifted because you you are having a kid and everything kind of becomes about the kid? I would assume I'm not having a kid, so you guys gotta fill <laughs> you guys gotta fill me yeah. in on all of this. Like, do you do you feel that? Um, happening and is it a good thing is it like oh you know i need to get my priorities right or what does that look like 
because there's yeah. it's literally a kids coming through the world you can't go back <laughs> you know? no yeah. dude this mm-hmm. thing is no. completely dependent on you to keep it alive yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh and yeah i mean there's it kind of hit me today a little bit when we were talking about because obviously great news that she's has her job back as soon as you know she's ready and the baby's here and and they were so like flexible for that too of like okay well let's get the baby and then you know we'll get you back to work and like so just to know that's there is great but then that comes with okay well who's gonna watch him Mm -hmm. while you are working Mm -hmm. and we had this little conversation today and i was like i'm thinking okay well if you did daycare or or, i don't really want to do that we did this and i'm like okay hold on i'm planning somebody else's life right now and i've never had to do this before you know yeah today was like one of the first times i was like oh dang this is like i need to know this now because that's only a couple months away and we kind of have to start figuring things out but mm-hmm. dude there's so much unknowns mm-hmm. especially like um for me being home this like past few months like it, it's been just so chill mm-hmm. and then to think like oh my god in like five weeks everything's gonna change and not only that but we're gonna go back to like reality and old life and it's going to be my life and then the baby joining and then how or our life the baby joining and then how does that i don't know is the answer (laughs) Uh, we'll see when we get there how much can you (laughs) like how much can you really prepare you know Mm -hmm. they say yeah you're gonna the nursery looks great Uh, that's great great job (laughs) Uh but you know they say like yeah you know you're gonna lose some sleep okay i can kind of prepare for that but really Mm. me sleeping now doesn't mean i'm gonna be less tired then so that Mm. doesn't really work (laughs) right uh I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. I'll report back in a couple of weeks and let you guys know how it's going. But yeah, I think that it's a perfect example of like a dependence on God mm-hmm. because it's so unknown. Mm-hmm. And the idea, and again, we we're gonna report back. But the idea is <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we're gonna we don't want to pause everything. Mm-hmm. We want to yeah. kind of just like bring him in along with whatever we got going on. And mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like completely shutting life down and then mm-hmm. being like everything it's like no you're gonna but we, we go on walks like every single day and it's like yeah well now we're bringing a stroller you know mm-hmm. it's kind of those types of things instead of being like completely like what's the word like a recluse and just like mm-hmm. away from everything how you know we right. still want to do our thing but he can just come <laughs> but we'll report <laughs> back uh, <laughs> but yeah it's crazy it's, it's uh, wild that's so cool yeah i think that's something that uh in doing that it's just it's a beautiful thing, one, but it's also going to be like growth, you know, and old ways of thinking, old ways of just, it, I feel like it just really hits the nail on the head. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that wrong, but you guys are moving forward into, I think something obviously that God wants for you and moving forward your family as well. And you guys are going to learn a ton. So if you're listening and you're having a kid, don't be afraid uh if you don't know it all, <laughs> because I don't think we don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think too that like anytime God moves, or I shouldn't say moves; it's kind of cliche. But anytime there's growth, like in someone's life, um, it usually comes with you know a new experience or being stretched or being uncomfortable, uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. you know, and that's just the way that that's just the character of God. It seems to be that that's mm-hmm. where the growth happens, and so it's like don't be afraid afraid or hesitant for that because there's yeah, going to be growth I I, this happened the other day we were at, at work and we got like this last minute thing put on us and somehow like our team we nailed it and it mm-hmm. got done and it got done in much less time than we thought was even possible mm-hmm. and i had to look at our team and i was like yeah that was frustrating that was annoying 
but do you guys realize that you all got it done? And I think that a lot of times in life, there's things like that that happens where it's like, yeah, that was really annoying and frustrating, but we got it done right. and we got it done well and we got through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And those are the times where you look back and you're like, okay, I am capable of more than I give myself credit for. Right. In this scenario, it's like, God is much more capable than we give him credit for, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the truth that we have to hold on to. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what <laughs> I just like wanted to get the point is God is so much more capable. Like what you said is so perfect. And, um, I, I truly think during this time, God is bringing us back just to his, his cross, like the cross of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. back, back to his feet because, um, there's so much unknown, like just in your guys's world right there, boom, so much unknown. But just uh, in general, you know, in life in general, there's a lot of unknown. And <clears throat> with a, a lot of tension there, it's like there's sides. You There's sides it feels like there's being drawn. And you, mm-hmm. with coronavirus, with race, with, with everything, and we don't know all the facts of everything, you know. And we see things how we try to see best, but there's still so much unknown. And it's like... God, please come through and, and do something, man, because there's no going back now. You know, I, yeah. I, I've I made that statement too. Or I'm sure it's gone through everybody's head. Like, man, I just wish we're back in January or Christmas last year. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, before, oh, yeah. before all that. It's it's a true, it's a true like simpler times. You know what I mean? And, and there's a lot like that, but God is so much more capable, and God wants us along for this ride because He's doing something that. I can't see fully mm-hmm. right now. I've seen a little bit in my own life, right? You guys are seeing some in your life. Jared, I'm sure you're seeing some in your life. And yep. I can't see the big overall picture, but what I'm trying to get at is like exactly what you said. God is capable and I want to be along for that ride. He's capable and he always takes care of his people. Yeah. Mm. You know? Preach. He'll always take care of his people. Mm. To where some of the unknowns is like my next check or my neck, whatever. But mm. God through and through will always take care of his people in the way he sees fit mm. i should add you know yeah not in the way that you and i see fit but the way he sees fit and that's a good thing man that's a that's a freeing thing in my opinion dude i just had this thought like what so you said god's for his people absolutely true dude whatever he saw before was not fit for us Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what i mean that's so true that's I'm kind of tripping out on that right now. Whatever was happening mm. before was not fit for us. Mm-hmm. We weren't cutting it. Mm. And he's shaking something up because he's like, no. Nah, because he gonna... cares enough. Yeah. Because he's basically saying, like you said, this is how I see it best fit right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And what was happening before, it's not. It really wasn't. Which is cool. I mean, it's pretty accurate. If you look at when God has had to shake things up in uh, throughout the Bible, Old Testament, it's like, this is not fit mm-hmm. and there needs to be a shaking mm-hmm. and you realize that it's like, Oh, you did this because of mm-hmm. this or whatever, you know, and we always end up seeing, you know, hindsight, but it's an interesting point, man. I'm interested. Well, I'm just kind of tripping out on it. It's like everything before it looks completely different now. Everything I, I feel in my life and my mentality and just everything. So, think god's doing something that's much bigger than we can all see what does jared think though about what specifically (laughs) like sorry i haven't been listening (laughs) no i've been listening everything but what would you say specifically just about like uh it could be anything just i just want to hear your opinion on god stretching people or god not seeing things fit and obviously has the right to do things that he does see fit you know yeah and then what is the christian supposed to think about that 
Mm. I would say it, this whole thing's been, just been so weird. Like everything, nothing is normal. Like there, this is like the new normal. And like half of me is like, all right, you know, got to adapt, make do with what we got. The other half is like, this just, I don't like any of it. Like, I don't like how things are. Like what specifically? Not chill, man. Like I'm straight up not having a good not time. having a good time. <laughs> um, I would say definitely, obviously, quarantine sucks. Like things are opening up now, which is cool, but you know, having to wear face mask and all these precautions. Like, it, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing the best we can, but it's it's just sucks. Like our, our normal way of life was so greatly disrupted, and then on top of that let's throw in these issues of police brutality and race and all sorts of stuff. And basically our whole country has been divided. Our country was divided with the quarantine. Oh, I need to get out of the house so I can make money. It's like, well, you can't get out of the house, make money because you're going to make everybody die. It's like our whole country is divided. So that's what kind of makes me sad. It makes me sad that everybody feels just divided. I feel like there's, there's a side to pick and you have to pick otherwise you're wrong. So it kind of bums me out, but I think it also is, is forcing me to stretch because a big thing on me is I need to give people a lot more grace, especially when I disagree with how they think or how they feel. And I think it, especially like in my friendships, like certain like people in my life have certain feelings. And just because I think my, in, in my opinion, objective facts differ greatly from their feelings. It's like, well, I don't, why should I care about what you're feeling? This is the truth. So I think I just need to be like one, just give more grace um, and two is just, especially with work, people are, they're making work more difficult for me and I get it. You have the right to say whatever you would like to say while I'm performing my duties. That's no problem. I've gotten stuff like that before, but it's more prominent now. I face it like every single day. So I would say, uh, definitely grace because even for people who have lots of things to say, just need to give them grace. Um, I can't hold them to these standards that I put on myself. I have, we're different people. I don't even know them. Um, and then just patience. And I definitely need to have some patience, but this, I would say this specific time right now, um, especially how, you know, Raina kind of brought up what, you know, or something we spoke about in the past, you know, what we have learned through quarantine. I'm just in a big season in my life, I would say of preparation. Mm. I'm preparing for the next phase. So everything I'm doing right now is I'm sowing these seeds for preparation. So that's, that's with work, um, with finances, hopefully a house in the future. Um, you know, I have my relationship continue to grow with that, which this relationship is so weird. Like me and her, like my girlfriend and I, we started dating at the end of 2019 and then ha- about half our relationship has been in a quarantine. So it's going to be, it, things are great. I mean, everything's awesome, but it's, it's definitely different. No one else can be like, Oh, well, very few other people will be like, Oh yeah, I started my relationship during global pandemic. So things are going pretty good. So we had to get to know who each other was for real. <laughs> well, and the thing that we could do is sit at home and talk. And the thing that's great is like, it, it was cool. Like, yeah, we have plenty of time just to sit and talk and save money. True. It's okay. I, w- one we thing about being at a time of preparation is God has been very, uh, you know, he's he's blessed me financially, which is nice. It's been it's been really cool. So, God's good definitely in that aspect, in all aspects. But finances right now, He's definitely helping me prepare for the future when it comes to finances. Do you think it's like uh, just real quick on that? Let me mm-hmm. get back to the notes. But do you think that is partially because we're realizing a lot of things that we don't need? Yes. You know what I mean? 
Yes. Yeah. And then people are spending less money like on things going out. Need. Yeah. But like you don't need to eat dinner out. At, you don't need to go to fast food every single day. Del Taco will be there the next day and the <laughs> week after that and the week after that. I it's hope. like you don't need to and you don't need to, you know, go out to dinner all the time. It's like I think things are a little more special now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's yeah. more special to go out to a dinner with somebody you care about. It's it's more special to con- commune with friends. Yeah. Well, I I just think that what you said everything right now is like a perfect example that like God stretching us mm-hmm. is hard. And yes. it can be exhausting and a lot. And it's not always like, yeah, God stretched me and now I'm here and I feel great. It's like I, you can still be going through it and it can be rough, but as long as you're still looking to God and trusting him and like mm-hmm. that he has a bigger plan for all this, even if it's like this is preparing me for the next season, mm-hmm. as long as you're still looking to that, that's where your hope comes from. Right. And I would say growth, growth should not be comfortable. If you are comfortable where you're at, you're probably not growing. Mm-hmm. Growth is uncomfortable and yeah. it's tough and you don't come out and be like, oh man, I just had a great season of growth. It was like awesome. It's like, you're like, geez, like that was tough, but I feel I've gained so much knowledge. I gained so much wisdom and then just continuing to deepen your relationship and continue to be more mature in Jesus Christ, of course. I feel like sometimes people don't share that part of it. Like for me, when I was, before God was like, you need to sit down and dissect yourself and use this quarantine to like, grow with me Mm -hmm. before that I was like depressed for like a full week and I was sad and it was horrible I know a week isn't that long but for me it was a week to be sad like a week that's like that's like it's every day bro just have one week (laughs) that's like a year in like somebody else's life yeah a whole week where it was bad it's like I had like six months I'm on like nine months, (laughs) 10 months right now. But it's true for her. Like a week of being like is a long time. You know what I mean? A week of just being down is like, Mm -hmm. hold up. Mm -hmm. But that's that's what I'm saying is like, Mm -hmm. it's just to understand that growth does come with being uncomfortable. And sometimes you feel unhappy or sad or all those things overwhelmed, but it's, God's going to use it for something greater yeah. and you will come out on the other side. Yeah. And I feel like I've had a solid maybe year of growth. There's a lot of like growing up literally I had to do last year. There's a lot of stuff I need to really dissect. And I think I took a lot of time just to be alone by myself. Cause I was like, I need to figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then I would say now I'm more like figuring out how to do things with other people. So, okay. I figured kind of me out now. How can I work on my relationships? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think, I'm learning to do it. I'm I still am not great in all areas, but there I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't do this well in the past with a past friendship, past relationship. I'm going to do it better this time. Mm-hmm. And it's been actually really, really, you know, fruitful. It's been great. Um, You know, I think a lot of un- people are, I mean, we talked about, I think in one of the first episodes, like suicide rates are up and mm-hmm. um, depression rates, I'm sure, are through the roof right now. And there's just a lot going on, and this might be a little harsh, but I don't know. But um, I think why people are very unhappy right now is, first, when it started with the shutdown, you were kind of, you were absolutely forced to, like, take a look in the mirror, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are unhappy and are just carrying that with them. And I think, truly, it's the personality types where 
you're more of a um, a go-getter. Like you're not going to let anything bring you down. So you take a look in the mirror and you're so unhappy with stuff. And so you in turn take that and like put it out into the world. Not so much hold it to yourself and just be sad all the time. You know what I mean? But you you get that and you take that into the world and you're just angry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just upset because you had to take a look in the mirror and really see like, oh man, that's what I look like. <laughs> like that's who I am, huh? And I think everybody's going through that right now and we all do different things with it. Um, some of us take it, like I probably relate with you, Jared, on it where I just take it and I just get all like sad and I'm like. I just soak in it. Yeah, I just sit there. I just sit in it, dude, you know, and. We all handle it differently, but I, I really think there's been a giant mirror <laughs> over yeah. the earth right now and everybody's having to take a big giant look at themselves. And ultimately, the only thing that will cure uh, and heal like insecurities and how you view yourself is just viewing yourself how God sees you, you know, made mm-hmm. in the image of Christ. And Amen. that's truly the only thing because that's never changing, you know. If if you say, look at Dylan, the, the worker, it's like, I could lose my job, it could go downhill, it could be whatever, it's like, if I look at it myself as Dylan, the worker, Dylan, the pastor, Dylan, the church leader, if that ever goes south, what what am I then, mm-hmm. you know? Even if you have a bad day at work. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, today he was, he failed today. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the same thing if I just look at myself as like, oh, I'm Dylan, who's with destiny? Or, you know what I mean? That's my fiance. It's, God forbid, like, but anything goes south with that, it's my world shattered. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I sink down into a hole. And the same thing with, I mean, I think you find with tons of people, it's like Dylan, the YouTube streamer. I don't, I'm just trying yeah, to, if you, you. Yeah. it's like, it's not going how you want. You had this dream, it's not going, shattered. You know what I mean? And ultimately what picks me up every day is knowing who i am in christ because mm-hmm. that's never changing mm-hmm. yeah. that doesn't go yeah, yeah, it's where you find your identity yeah it's like if your identity is in your job or anything other than jesus you're gonna get let down 100 yeah. percent. yeah every time like it's it's terrible like i remember i had probably like four years ago now i was struggling with like my identity and i was putting so much pressure I had to be a certain person I had to do a certain thing and I felt like at the time I was applying to for positions in law enforcement departments and I felt like I was a failure because I hadn't gotten to that point yet I graduated college and I was riding that high and then the high you know fell out and I wasn't at the point where I wanted in my life so I felt like a failure because I didn't have the job that I wanted I was I wasn't Jared the the cop I was Jared the best buy sales associate which I did great there. That's my favorite, Jared. Slinging those gummies <laughs> headphones. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But And it, the thing is, it was I had a partway through kind of that struggle. I had a perspective shift and I kind of changed the way I saw myself. It was more, I found more meaning in of who I was in ministry. Ministry was a big thing. And I was like, you know, I need to, If I, as long as I'm working for God, I'm doing everything for him. That's it. And I found so much more peace in that just because I was, focused on jesus the whole time yeah and i think well, you were gonna say something though you like popped up real fast is it good go ahead yeah <laughs> i could always find something to say well i think <laughs> add some of that. the biggest i haven't said that yet I will, I will go ahead you will um one of the biggest verses that i think it's hijacked by people who just want to be superman and 
lift up the car off the baby and take a bullet and they're all good as the i can do all things through christ who strengthens <laughs> me right it gets hijacked to, don't say anything bad about that verse <laughs> i'm not no the verse isn't bad I'm just how, how people use it in that, con- it in that context is crazy because i think what's most important is when paul says that is he's basically saying like look i've had a bunch and i've had little like i've had nothing and i've had a lot i've gone through many experiences in life and he's like yeah i can do all things through christ who strengthens me because mm-hmm. paul's saying like look i've basically been a king whatever you want to say and i've been a poor man i've experienced all facets of life but now that i know my identity in christ it's like i know anything like if i go through any of those seasons again my foundations in christ yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. can do all things through christ strengthens me i could live with nothing i could live with much because christ is my foundation and that's where you get your identity and right. your everything it's like i think i said this before but when we were in quarantine i was seeing, i was praying and god was like yeah if i choose to make things go back to normal i'm good and you find everything you need in me. And if I choose to never make it go back to normal, and this is it now, mm-hmm. I'm still good. And you still find everything in me. So if you still have me, then you have everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's the stable wavelength. Is, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like that riding that stable wavelength that is completely controlled by God. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is, the world has a wavelength that, as we can see right now, at the flip of a switch, will dictate how you behave, how you act, how you feel, and lets you know what wavelength you need to be on. Mm-hmm. It's, it becomes irrelevant when you're not on the same wavelength as the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I hate saying the, the world as like that term, but like mm-hmm. that's the reason why some people are completely fine. Like If it goes back to normal, great. If it doesn't, okay, great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still going to do this i'm still gonna work like, mm-hmm. it's that consistency but there's others that are like and right now you put the same thing or, or in that context of like finding identity and you have now you have blm and you have antifa and you have the rights and you have the lefts and you have all of these identities for people now and it's like okay pick one you know mm-hmm. go find some identity find some stable for worst. you something to fight for mm-hmm. and you're gonna end up in the same place that we all are trying to get away from. And that's inconsistency. That's instability. It's just, you put your faith, I think Jared said it earlier too, it's like you put it in human beings. Human beings run the entities on this earth that are like higher in power. You know what I mean? Right. And so you're going to put all your faith in that and just think it's perfect all the time. (laughs) It makes no sense to me. And that rocks people's worlds, you know? Well, you put all your faith into somebody who you see an hour a week on TV, you have no idea who this person is. And yet you think this person, and I may be talking about the president or any other politician that you're like, no, this is the person that's going to do it for us. And it's like, do what? you know nothing about this person uh-huh. besides maybe some fake tweets by this person, maybe some real ones from here. Uh-huh. You know, nothing. we know nothing about anything. Mm-hmm. And this is what I try to say. Like, it's time that as America, I should say the church in America needs to break up with the news. Okay. And completely disassociate and get back to the Bible and get back to finding your identity in Christ and get back to the only thing that will keep somebody stable in an unstable time. Mm-hmm. Right. And the news clearly has not done that for anybody. Mm-hmm. And these different, you know, um, entities 
aren't doing that for people. And in fact, what's happening is you're making things worse. Mm-hmm. And so I keep saying it to anyone I talk to, break up with the news. Mm-hmm. They're not helpful for you. It's mm-hmm. not doing anything for you. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's not real. Go back to the Bible. It's mm-hmm. been consistent. There's consistent truth, consistent principles that aren't changing, you know? I wish people were, they took that same dog, dogmatic attitude about how they feel with politics and social issues. And I wish they applied just an ounce of that, not to be dogmatic with Christianity because you should always evaluate and critique and be critical because it's good. It's what people do. You should. However, nobody's like that. People will be so dogmatic and believe everything that Trump or Obama says and like, no, he's the, he's the, he's the savior of America. But the second something goes wrong in their personal life, they're so quick to drop Jesus. They're so quick to Uh drop the savior. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just real. Like you, you, you will believe everything that comes out of this guy's mouth. You believe every tweet you'll retweet it and you'll, you know, Trump 2020. But the second that Jesus lets, lets you down, you're done with them. Mm-hmm. And we're not advocating that we hate Trump or love Trump or any of these politicians. That's wild. But the world is weak and feeble. Mm-hmm. It is weak and it will let you down every time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's just the name of the game. And so it's one of those things that it's like, okay, support who you want to support, but that's not your savior. Mm-hmm. It can't be your savior. He or she cannot be your no savior. No human can. It's not going to happen. Nope. So you keep trying, not going to happen. That was good, dude. Like, I'm really <laughs> thinking about that right now. I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I feel like the, it's just the Lord. He's speaking straight through <laughs> me. I just saw a meme that said that. <laughs> no, honestly. On Facebook. How quick we are to drop Jesus. Mm-hmm but yet stand completely in line with whatever political view that we have. That's, that's seriously blowing my mind right now. I can't believe it. It's sad. We live in a sick and dying world, and it's very sad. It well, is. Well, now I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, cause, well, the, the, thing, the thing that's hard with that, and we can even talk about it, because balancing hope and, like, um, I guess that mentality, it's like, mm-hmm. man, we're hurting, we're... There's like, where do we go from here? There's no up. We got to always like have Jesus as the hope and, and right. find hope just, I guess, in our everyday lives, you know, in conversations like this, you know, this is like a hope for me. This is like keeps hope alive because it's like we're having a good conversation and I like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> Jared. Not. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. When it comes to hope, I always think, I always go back to what's the worst case scenario of my life? Mm-hmm. The worst case scenario is death, right? Worst case scenario, I die. It's like, okay, <laughs> then what? You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. And I kind of get like, so when it comes to hope, I just keep thinking like, if the worst thing that could ever happen to me is death and I die and I'm going to be with Jesus, what do I really have to really fear? Not to negate or say things that aren't real, like struggles mm-hmm. aren't real, but when you boil it down to its core, it's like, even death is a win, you know? Yeah, it's victory mm-hmm. in death because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, okay. And that's a hard concept to grasp for, uh, I think, a lot of people. But, um, I mean, the apostles and were who were persecuted and whatnot, they counted all joy. It's like, mm-hmm. that's great. It's like, dang. It was like one of those things, like when you meet up with one another and say, I, like, I saw you guys, I was like, hey, Reina, you guys were like beat because of Jesus the other day? And you're like, yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> Dude, that's Damn. sick, like dope, dude. And 
now today I'm like, God, just make the weather good. Otherwise, yeah. you hate me. Yeah. God, I have so much work to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we're so petty, dude. You hate me now, God. It's like, wow. We've become so petty mm-hmm. in comparison. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh my God. Because the and the truth of it is, is we're all guilty of that, you know. But then the same thing. It's the half is. They're the half. The glass is like half full, half empty. However you look at it, you know, and we got to see. It's like, okay, how can we be better? How can we be better? <clears throat> I think I talked about it last week at some point. I don't think in the podcast. I think just in us talking. But <clears throat> right now is like the most probably fearless I've been to share my with my belief in Jesus. And I think that way because there's a lot of, um, beliefs and a lot of things that people are fighting for you know in and good things there's bad things there's middle things i'm sure but <laughs> everybody is in line with something and i i god kind of put that on my heart too where it's like why aren't you sharing my name why aren't you letting people know who i am he's like everybody else is sharing right. what they're passionate about everybody else is sharing like what they want to be about and and you see that and people are so much more vocal and passionate about their stuff than I am of Jesus. Right. And here I am, one of the main leaders of Av Church. And it's like, yay, <laughs> you know? And God really put that on in my life and made me think, like, are you proud of who I am? You know? Like, am I proud to be following Jesus? Am I declaring that? And I want to be somebody to declare that, you know? And I want to be somebody who uh, lets Jesus lead and not my own selfish ambitions you know and i want to be comfortable with talking about that and mm-hmm. part of that too just also become is becoming comfortable with the bible and who jesus is and learning and growing in that you know and that mm-hmm. takes work as well and that's something that we should all push forward to be but mm-hmm. i don't think i'm ready to get whipped over the head because of jesus you know i'll be honest yeah. <laughs> i don't know if uh there's a lot of people around me who are willing for that but yeah Jared, here I am. Send me. Jared's ready. You hear that? To to live as Christ, (laughs) to die as gain. That's hard. (laughs) Get that yatted. Yeah, I kind of think that too. Uh Where I'm like, all right. It was funny when you were saying, how long can it be? It's like you were saying like the worst thing. You're like, what's the worst? Death. Like for me, it's like, dude. Even like me dying is not the worst part. Because I'm like, dude, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be with Jesus. I'm gonna be partying in heaven. I was like, the worst thing would be like to lose family or something like that. But to like yeah. to die is like whatever it, it'll, it'll happen eventually. It'll happen to all of us. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. When my name is called, when Jesus is ready to punch my ticket, I'm ready. Let's go. That's what it comes down to. Cause you're going to be even the best place in the world. Yeah. You the, know, it's going to be amazing. What were you just saying? I had a point to what you were just saying. You were talking about, uh, um, like what you're willing to, or maybe you weren't like as enthusiastic about, yeah, How everyone's Google. passionate. Yeah, everyone's so passionate right now, and it's be- it's great. And it literally has inspired me to be like, dude, I'm passionate about Jesus. Like, I need to be passionate mm-hmm. about this guy. What's happening here? Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking because, okay, I remember this was a couple years ago. I I had been a Christian for I don't know three or four years at the time, mm-hmm. and I remember telling my dad, I was like. I was like, I think I just became a Christian. And it was a conversation that I had with God sitting outside in my back porch. And it was the first time that I really, like, genuinely and sincerely felt like I realized what God has actually done 
in my life and where I really was headed and where I really ended and has, you know, ended up. And I seriously think from that moment, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, like I've seen movement and I know that that's real. There's no denying this, what I, you know, what I've, I've experienced and where I've been and where I've come from. And that moment was where I think a lot of my passion came from. And that's when I was like, you know what? I really do feel like I need to fight for this. I do feel like I need to stand up for you and for mm-hmm. this because not because I don't know, not because you just said I need to, but because I've seen what you can do for me mm-hmm. and I know that you can do it for people. I've mm-hmm. seen what you've done in the Bible for those people who were hopeless and who, you know, were uh, sick and outcast. And I know what you've done for them and I know what you can do for everybody else. Like I want other people to walk into that. And I think that's like where my passion for God like came from was just like God showing me and reminding me what he's done in my life and how he wants to use me to help facilitate that into other people's life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now when I see people, I'm like, I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't didn't tell you this. If I didn't tell you this and just like let you see or get a glimpse into this, like I would be just leaving you there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because my my question that was in my head was like, okay, well, where does passion come from? Mm-hmm. What makes somebody passionate about something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That I think that was it for me. I think. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing that movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. like me thinking out loud uh-huh. at the same time. No, that's great, and it's just funny because it's just contrasting uh, personalities, you know. Mm-hmm. You're like no. a, you're like a <laughs> defender of the faith. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You're somebody. It's like it gets it gets brought up. You're knocking on that door to be like, hold on, I got you're an evangelist. Yes. Yeah, I got I got something to say. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where me, it's like I'll hear it, but I hear you, brother. But yeah. let me just love you and show you how it's done. <laughs> you know? Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you're you're wrong, but I love you. Uh, like it's it's just it's so much more so much more love i feel like that's the way i reach i would say i've reached people for for christ is just love and being there and when they're when they have something i'll I'll address it but yeah i don't know i i try to be a little more accepting just because it's it's hard for me to be like i know i want to say something but i know i it might be received incorrectly i'm like "Mm, if i say this i'm gonna i'm just gonna shut them down i will shut them down so it just got, I, I think at a point, I think it's a specifically people who are a little bit more gifted than others. However, it can be a learned skill too, saying things correctly, how you say them. Okay. That makes sense. I th- but I think, uh, well, so we'll move forward and just can't go back and dealing with all, uh, uh, all this stuff that's happening. And, uh, one thing is like relationally just in our lives, because I think that's something that's cool and people could like, could like glean from. And I know we talked about it a little bit, but we're all in like three specific areas of life. You two, I can as one since y'all are married, you're expecting having a kid. Jared's in a serious dating relationship. What up? And I've been engaged for forever. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just all in this weird time. And just, I know for myself personally, and we're, and I'm seeing like kind of the fruit of it right now. And um, Destiny and I were like growing um, like individually, right? With God. But it was never like together. Mm-hmm. It was never anything like that. And during this time, we, God kind of slapped us in the face and 
used it as like, hey, you can't go back to that old relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go back to what that was because growing with God individually is a good thing, but you're still on like your own islands, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that um, we've been doing more. And there's just been like shifts in my heart and Destiny's heart where we're getting all fired up about the Bible, like when we're talking about it together, you know, and we're like learning and growing through things together. And, um, just, I think being stretched, like you talked about. And right now it's the fun part, you know, there's also the stretching where it's just like having patience to get married, um, is so annoying. I'm just going to go ahead and that's my opinion and thought towards it. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Um, I feel like I'm, I have this mind. A lot of people have this mind where it's like, well, it was supposed to happen this way on this day. It didn't. But for a year, that was the the mindset. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen that way. So I'm just like a big baby. <laughs> I'm just honestly a big baby. Like, what the heck, bro? You're ready to start your life. Yeah, exactly. I f- yeah, I feel like I'm kind of stuck, kind of in mm-hmm. the middle right now. And... But I've been learning a lot. Like we talked about earlier, God kind of finally put his foot down. and was like, hey, bro, you're a little off over here. Mm-hmm. Like we, you, we can't have you starting on the right foot. And even like I talked about Av Church and just being a hair off way down the line or five years down the line. You, who knows where you are at that point? Uh, the same thing yeah. in my relationship. We weren't growing uh, in Christ together. And like I said, we're doing our own thing individually, which is not a terrible thing. But it's a little off, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say I get married and five years in, it's like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? And she's like, I don't know who you are either. And I think that's just something cool. Um, specifically, it's like, I, I don't want to go back to how it was, you know? Now but, you get to go into your marriage, like growing together in yeah, God. And yeah. so you realize that mm-hmm. before you got married, which is really good. It is good. <laughs> and you don't want to like get married in the back. Okay, now let's figure this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. uh, No, you know, it's like way better. I think, honestly, in my opinion, it sounds like it's like you're on a, it's it's a good track, man. It's like the more you can kind of just do one of these Mm -hmm. is better than one of these. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like the clashing is where, Uh, not good. Yeah. And so that's something in just moving forward and relationally, I'd say, in my romantic relationship. Yeah. There's multiple other things. With just human interaction now that God is shaping just a lot of things. And I honestly think human interaction and like communication is so different now during this time. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, where do we go moving forward? <laughs> you need to be so careful. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I also feel like most people want to be together. Uh-huh. More people want to be together than those that don't. Absolutely. That's just the <laughs> the introverts are like, gosh, I don't want anything to open back up. It was better when it was closed. I was so happy. Right. <laughs> but like even just saying that, like it reminds me, it just reminds me of like church and it's like just the idea of, you know, growing together, what you're talking about like with romantically, but just with people in general is like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's so important. And, you know, kind of there, I think we may have talked about this, but like when you're talking about like not opening churches for whatever, mm-hmm. And people are like, yeah, it's fine. Just do it online. It's like, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. But it's not the church Jesus intended. Why? Because we do need to be growing together with each other and praying with mm-hmm. each other and reading with each other and laying hands on each other. You know, like these are the things for that prayer the, for those who don't right. like hear that. And like, oh, yeah. Sorry. Like yeah. fighting. No, like, cr- like church, like it's fight club. 
Yeah. Like a, the secret's out now, so Jake can't go anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm just the ref. So. <laughs> the water boy. Uh, the water boy. Yeah. But no, I do think it's it's important that we, people are together. And so, I don't know. I think moving forward, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you have to kind of play it cautiously. But again, knowing that people need to be together and want to be together. Yeah. So I, how can we facilitate that? Maybe. Were you going to say something? No. All I was going to say is I don't know how people try to do this alone. Dude. Like, it, this, like quarantine has been hard enough as is with everything. But I was like, dude, I miss... I miss serving. I miss seeing, like, being able to commune with my friends. I miss my life group. Like, I miss all that. It's, and I, I know it's where well, I get to talk to my friends. We'll, we'll obviously talk about Jesus, but dude, I, I miss my life group. I miss having those moments and just texting throughout the week, like, hey, boys, can't wait to see each other. I'm praying for, yeah. I feel like it's just, that's kind of dropped off. So, this is, I don't know how people expect to do this all by yeah. themselves. Uh, Bible studies Wednesday nights. Um, anyways, what I was going to say was, like I think about that in romantic, like in marriage too. Like, how do people do this without God? Mm. Not saying that it can't be done, mm. but sweet, well. sweet Jesus, it is uh-huh. like night and day. I th- I think about that all the time because like the times where it's like maybe I say something that's like out of line or I'm acting whatever, and she says something. Well, the first thing I do is I'm going with God and being like, okay, what was that all about? Like, and then I'm usually nine out of ten times it's like yeah, you need to get your stuff together. You know, you had a bad attitude. And I'm like, yeah, I know I did. I probably could have said this differently. Mm-hmm. But to somebody who's like, doesn't have that accountability or like mm-hmm. that thing, you're like, it's like, no, I'm right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be right. And you're wrong. And you're going to be wrong. <laughs> and like, dude, what do you, where do you go from there? Well, I, I think what's so important too, in that kind of like dynamic is God like levels the playing field. Yeah. You know? And because there could be things that you just wholeheartedly are freaking, this is how it is, dude. And Raina could just be on the complete opposite side, like, no, you're dead wrong, dude. This is how it is. And God is right there. He's like, why don't you guys come to my field? Stop playing on that garbage field that you guys are on. It's like, come to my field and like, let's do, let's play this game. I'll here. show you how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. There's Ooh. like a mediator at all times that we have to answer mm. to. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, and then the other thing too is like you want to, I don't want to disrespect you or like be like step out of line because not just because of you, but like also because like I'm accountable to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's where the, you know, the fear of God comes in where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to cheat on you ever, but you know, mostly because I'm terrified of what God would strike me down with lightning and you know what i mean like there's like that not that was very hypothetical but it's just like those, <laughs> that idea that's like i'm really picked, worried picked a weird one there somebody's like I'm what i'm here with you I'm yeah i know but it's with those things where it's like i do and say things as if like uh like elijah it's like as if i'm standing before god mm-hmm. when i'm speaking to her and mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things where it's like, that's our accountability and that's what keeps us in as humans that's what keeps us in check and it doesn't it means the same thing for, you know, romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. At least it should. Yeah. It makes it more or less like love being a feeling. It makes it more like, like the word you're going off is I'm accountable to God too through this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to love with an action. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show how, how people who love someone just based on how they feel about them is mm-hmm. that's not going to be like 
a constant thing, right? which is where I think a lot of marriages go wrong because mm. they're dependent on that feeling. Mm. But when you have God as like that mediator and you have him there to keep you accountable, it's like, well, yeah, you better not mess it up. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty much why we're together. Just kidding. Because of <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> no, we so don't we like don't each other. We don't get in trouble with God. Oh, you guys don't like each other. No. Oh. No, it's I just... I couldn't even tell. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's cool, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> well, I think just the world in general could use that um, kind of illustration how God... Because God is literally the, like I said, the leveling of the playing field, and mm-hmm. he's the one to turn back to. And um, we all are claiming to be so Christ-like, and we want to be like Christ. We want to be like Christ. We want to be like Christ. And... Christ was crucified by mm-hmm. the people he came to save and the people and people who ultimately like hated him, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yet he died for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, but this person doesn't like, they're this or they're that. I, I hate them. Mm-hmm. It's like, n- what? <laughs> if you hate somebody, you're you, it's like basically committing murder, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is here. It's just amazing to me how people take sins and like make them the sins, you know? And they're like, well, this person did this. I hate that. So I hate them. It's like, well, Jesus died for them. So are they that bad? You know, their actions could be absolutely atrocious, but Jesus died for them. Did you watch that American gospel thing? I have watched that. Yes. Like in the beginning, he asked the guy, he's like, yeah, I would just believe, you know, I'm a good person. And the guy's like, okay, uh, have you lied before? He's like, yeah. He's like, have you stolen anything? Well, yeah. Okay, well, have you this? I mean, yeah. He goes, you don't sound like a good person, <laughs> you know? And it's just like that thing where we always want to be able to see everybody else's stuff and be like, man, mm-hmm. I don't like him for doing this. Mm-hmm. And there's another 300 people that are looking at you saying, well, I don't like you for doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's right? Who's wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Just a testament of just how much we need the blood of Jesus Christ to legit it's the only over. answer yeah it's the only answer the only way things change all the time i mean things change even just culturally from region to region you know what i mean it's oh well what i do here is totally cool but if i went 800 miles that way it's like we don't do that here how dare you you know so even in just like the idea of I guess like subjectivism and stuff like that where it's like, well, it's all subjective and I, I really uh, I really feel this way and I really want to do that. It's like, that's cool here, but it's not cool over there. So obviously that doesn't work. You know, There's where, no way. Because in America, it's like, bro, you don't marry no 12-year-old person, 10-year-old, like, <laughs> per, you know what I mean? Like, you are an awful human being, you know? Right. Go to India, go to other cultures. It's like, no, that's just normal. And we don't just see that do. as wrong, you know? And there's... That's like a big example of just so many more things in life where it's like, well, we're cool with murdering people here or murdering people there, but over here, no. It doesn't make it right. It's like you have to bring things to a foundation. You have to bring things to like yeah. who Jesus is. It's like just because where you where you may come from or what you do, it's okay. Yeah. doesn't mean it's okay. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of goes back to like that is and i don't want to get we don't have time to get into all of this but like a universal morality Mm -hmm. you know where it's like just because you're you live in a tribe where you guys eat people Mm. 
that doesn't make it good. <laughs> that doesn't make it right. You know what I mean? Or moral. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's what's true in your culture. That doesn't make it moral. You know what I mean? And it's like that thing where it's like you have to have a basis of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. There is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of like when people say, well, that's just how I grew up. And mm-hmm. like, I remember that was one for us. Like I would, when we argue, I yell like really loud <laughs> or I used to, I don't anymore. And I'd just be like, my family's really loud and we yell at each other. She was like, the winner of the fights was whoever was the loudest. And I was like, oh my God. And we're all just trying to like so get louder Dude, than the other when, mm-hmm. but then when you're arguing, you know. That's not good. So, mm, but but it's me. like, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, but that's just how I grew up. But it's like, yeah, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's no. not going to work in this new marriage that you're trying to create. Uh-huh. Okay, so. it just like ties it back. There's things that aren't going to work that we were doing four months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this thing's last like, week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, don't look. Because <laughs> she knows what I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> I'll tell you guys when the cameras turn off. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even know if I want to know. Oh, I want to know. Tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe I will. It's a sick story. Kind of want to tell it right now, but I won't. Anyways, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Rena. Even last week. Uh-huh. Don't go back. Yeah. I think let's kind of cap it off, Jerry. Um, give us what you got to say. I know you, you got something to say right now. I got something to say? Uh-huh. I saw you lean in. Oh. I would just... I was just thinking, but, um, like in your life, just what we're talking about. Like, yeah, I would say some, just some closing thoughts. Um, there's really no, there's, there's not going to be going back to a, there's no, this is the new normal. There's no old normal. This is not something, you know, we can't go back to how things were obviously culturally, but then also just how we've all talked about what we learned about. Um, I know my personal life, that's just not something I'm able to do. I've had to really, really rely on God prior to all of this. I was relying a lot on myself and Mm -hmm. it, I just hurt myself in the process. I was messing up just doing small little things and, um, just little sins I was struggling with. But yeah, through this whole thing, I've kind of, I've taken that big, deep look at myself and had to really dissect what I think is okay, what I'm good with, what I'm not good with. So yeah, I'm just going to continue to do that and prepare for the future. And uh, learn learn how to be a boyfriend right now. <laughs> Figure out what that's all about. But I feel like you were baptized through fire with all of that. In the sense of, like I said, you, you couldn't, in our age range, mm-hmm. I'll just say this. It's like the normal. It's like, oh, we go out for drinks and hang out. We'll go dancing. It's like we don't really have like that stimulating conversation and like really sit down and get to know each other. It's like, yeah. You you try. I'm not saying not that everybody does that, but mm-hmm. I think the the large majority might mm-hmm. go that way. And it, and because it's like the fights and things don't start till like a year or two in. It's like because that's the real you finally coming yeah. out, you know. And you once the first fart comes out, <laughs> <laughs> dang, it's just game We're, over. Hey, I'm just kidding. I'm good. It's that's, true though. That's a sign of the times. Once or you what? start settling, and you, you the real you comes out. Um, but it's I don't know all in all it's been really cool um God's I took a, a a good long while to prepare myself to be in a relationship again so I took a lot of stuff that I've learned from the past and prior relationships where I was like man I was really I I was really not good at that 
and I'm not doing those things anymore. I'm do- doing a lot better in a lot of different aspects. So I'm like, dude, I'm I'm really proud of myself. I'm really happy with the way I'm doing things. I this is like something I'm like, man, this is like good. God's blessing this. This is healthy, and uh, this is like one of the first times I could honestly say I feel like a spiritual leader of my relationship. Mm. I could feel like I'm leading us in the right way. So Mm -hmm. that's something that I'm actually pretty proud of. I'm like, I'm a man. What up? So it's been good. God's good. Relationship's good. Work is work, but hey, pays the bills. And I, and I honestly, I love it. I love every single second. I wouldn't, there's very few other things I would do in the world. This is probably one of the best jobs you can. I don't care if you pay me less money. I still love it. Can I ask them to that? Mm-hmm. There it is. Absolutely. I, really I was so that. happy. Yeah. I needed to say that mostly, but I also do have a thought. Um, I just want to like make sure that people that know, understand that everything that we're talking about is kind of like these practical things. They're things that are helpful for your life. There are things that are, you know, we're just working through as Christians, but what the bottom line is, and I just say this because there might be someone who doesn't know where we're coming from. We talked about foundations. They're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Well, the foundation is that Jesus died on a cross. He didn't know sin. He became sin. And so that way we could be right with God through him, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about things that we need to work on and need to do. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that Jesus did everything on the cross, that these things that we're talking about don't determine heaven and hell. They don't. Mm -hmm. They're just helpful to make your life a little bit easier, you know? Yeah, it doesn't determine your salvation. Salvation is through faith and by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Truth. Only. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. No one comes to Come on. the Father except through Jesus Christ. That's right. Accepting Him as your Lord and Savior. I think we should talk about that next week, dude. Let's start. You want to talk about the gospel? Yeah. Let's just what well, a concept about dude. getting saved. Well, let's just talk about like morality and subjectivism and <sighs> universal morality. I think Ooh. that I think that's something that's like really good to be talked about. And um, a lot of people may honestly think that way without even realizing it. You know, be yeah. falling okay. into like this is moral because. That's how I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Where it's like, even in churches, you see it. It's well, this is how we have always done it at this church that I grew up mm-hmm. at. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, doesn't make it right. Like, we don't dance around in a circle and slay people. You in guys the don't have snakes at your church. Yeah. It's like, what in the world's happening? What do you mean? You know. Wait, you're telling me I can't pay a thousand dollars to be healed? I've done it. Could have saved, so, <laughs> no, could have saved so much money. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. But uh, I guess in closing, just say, uh, even it's been said, the new normal, right? Um, I don't even think God wants to adhere to that because God's like, what are you talking about normal, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, when did I ever call this to be like normal and routine? Ooh. And when did I ever say like, oh, yeah, this is you're going to have a solid set routine and that's yeah, just how it's going to be so for your true. whole life. It's Sorry, like, Jared. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, no, I would like, I would like that. <laughs> no, I get the sentiment behind it because I've said it too. It's like, yeah, that there will be consistencies and stuff, but like God didn't call us to be in this world to be in these consistencies and comfortabilities. He called us to adhere to Him who reigns above all of those things and to ride that wave. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just I like I, I have uh like Peter walking out on the water and then all these other things in life came and he's just started to sink yeah like all these other waves and god's like dude just hop on this wave my dog (laughs) be here with me and it's a constantly changing god's not changing but it's like he's going to grow you so your life's going to be constantly in this 
changing process, you yeah. know what I mean? Because we're human beings and to become as holy and as best as we can, that's an ever evolving process in our own lives, you know? Yep. And so God didn't call us to be a part of the new normal or to be normal or anything. He's like, nah, I'm call you above all that, you know? So I think that's just something, I guess, to leave the people who are listening with. Take mm-hmm. on that, chew on that a little bit, see what that means in your life and just take everything that we learned. And like, like Jake said, Jesus is the most important thing. Jesus Christ uh, determines your salvation. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. And that is what determines your salvation. We don't determine your salvation. Uh, believe it or not, the church that you attend and the pastor there doesn't determine your salvation either. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus alone. And next week we'll talk about some good stuff. Okay. That'll yeah. be a fun one. That will be a fun one. But uh, this That is, might have to be like a series of ones. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Still Loading Podcast. We've had Jake. Love you. Raina. Love you more. Oh, <laughs> I, who loves him more, Jared? Love you most. Oh, we got him. You guys are Dear. right. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we love you guys. <laughs> you had to. Um, uh, we love you guys and we'll, we'll see you guys later.